Oh my gosh, bro! I I I'm, I still I still have a full hangover today. Ignition sequence Obliterating social norms and overrunning the cultural corrosion with righteous rhetoric and common sense. This is Overflow, the extended conversation covering life, today's newsbreakers, and the occasional banter with the most interesting members of the human species. Signaling from the conservative chasm of Central Valley, California, it's the outlaws your conscience warned you about. Let's welcome your hosts, Loto and Phil Bill. Episode 29. What's going on, everybody? Man, it is a beautiful day outside. So much so that you can't see it, but we have a window cracked open. Enjoying <laughs> that Cali weather here in the yes, conservative chasm of uh, the big golden state. Philville, man, say hello to the folk. Oh, hello, everybody. It's great. Uh, number 29, it means uh, change, progress, and ambition. Uh, so just read, wow. saw that right now. Uh, Mr. Okay. Google, Googleized the number 29. Jeez. Yes. That's pretty deep. What does it mean again? Change, progress, and ambition. That's very interesting. Those are very three interesting words. Yes. Uh, especially with, yeah, yeah, that's that's pretty pretty interesting. Um, anyways, bro, man, we got a good uh, show for everybody. Want to welcome all of you. Thank you, extended family, for joining us again. Yes. Uh, Phil, why don't you give them the show, the show drip? Yeah, we'll have to talk about today. But breaking news is the James O'Keefe Project Veritas. Yes, mm-hmm. follow up. And then uh, our take on what happened in Ohio and what the role the government is, isn't doing, maybe. And then in China, China-Russia relationship, and then how it impacted us here in the mm-hmm. United States. A Chicago Democrat is sounding off about what's happening in the schools. And there's a poll going out. Are we going headed in the right direction? Are we? Are we not? The great Don, Don Lemon was back, will be coming back on the air. And that's Don Lemon, right? For those that don't know yes. the insider, yeah. Yeah. Don, yeah, from CNN. Yeah, you got to learn how to make lemonade out of lemons. Well, we'll see. Or lemons. Yep. Yeah. And then Thanos. A, a, what? Somebody is equating themselves as Thanos. Okay. Wow. We got to see who is who identifies as the villain. Is he mm. a villain? Secretly? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, the extended conversation. Continue our conversation on love. Month of love. Month of love. And before all that, Lodo, you talking about love and, and and I look forward to that conversation. But man, it looks like you had you received lots of love on your somebody's birthday this last week. Praise the Lord, bro. Yes. How was it? I mean, you you had first breakfast, second breakfast, lunch, and what else? Oh my gosh, bro! I I I'm, I still I still have a full hangover today. Yes. It's a, it's a bit almost what a week already. But you know me, brother. Mm-hmm. I serve ber- birthday months. You know, it's not just birthdays for me, not anymore. Um, but yeah, I had a, had a fantastic birthday, man. I'll get into more of that at the uh, later on in the show. But uh, bro, I mean, I I can't even tell you how many breakfasts I had, lunches. Uh, my sure. day started off with uh, waffles bigger than the plates. Mm, thank you, Daddy. Thank you, David. You know. Yes. And uh, from that point, it was. It was huge meal. Go home, uh, make rooms for some more. Hit back out and just, just repeat, repeat, repeat. So yeah, and then I called you like on the holiday, and you're going to more birthday celebrations. Yeah, like two, three days later. Yesterday, yeah, man, I I tried standing in that line. I couldn't get on the VP man, list. Bro. 
VIP, that's that's birthday months, bro. You got to call in a month ahead, you know, but I, no, seriously. I, uh, yeah. I did call Maria. Yeah. It says, you know, we're booking one week in advance for next year. Mm. So we get on that list to, uh, yeah. Praise God, yeah. bro. No, it was just, it was just an honor, man. Just, uh, you know, it, it's humbling. It's humbling. I don't want to get into all of it to, right now. I, I'll do it later, but yeah. it was a blast, bro. But man, you know, all the, the, the pounds I talked about losing during the 21 day fast. Yeah. Well, I found them. Oh yeah, well, yeah. hey, you're Got happy though. It's for your birthday. birthday, it's all right. It's yeah. your birthday. Uh, now you were surprised. Uh, the Overflow family surprised you, and mm-hmm. uh, do you gonna talk about that later? Or are you uh, what? No, no, no. We, I, we, we can talk about it now. Yeah. I, I really, you know, like I said, like you know, with, uh, wait, wait, the, wait, 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 to set that up real quick. You know, Lodo like surprised me for my birthday, and Matt. And my family, you guys are all texting during the show. Like, and then my dad comes walking in, right? If you that mm-hmm. episode, I forgot that was, but it was my birthday. And I'm like, man, he got me. He got me. Was, that was a, a thank you again for that surprise. But I'm like, man, okay, I could do it on on air, but hmm, what if I we did it in the middle of his regular birthday celebrations? Anyway, so uh, that's what happened. So uh, you're the insider re- reporter of Overflow was on assignment, and she got some videos and and put a video together. And mm-hmm. your thoughts. No, no, it was amazing, bro. Uh, my, you know, just like all the meals, man. You know, in that video, my favorite part was my wife and kids. You know, yeah. I, I love everybody that came through, and they all came through clutch. You know, and and I thank God, you know, for everybody that God's blessed me with. But man, you know, uh, it was it was just hearing my kids, you know, um, and hearing my wife, you know, and just because they know me, man. Mm-hmm. You know, they 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 know who their dad is. They know me outside of church. They know me off of the stage. They know yeah. me, you know, out of the public view, you know. And so what what they say matters, you know, to be differently, you know, than others, you know. So it was just, man, I was I was really 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 blessed. I'm I'm my kid's biggest fan, bro. Yeah, she I'm was my kid's biggest fan. You I know? love the so, quote at the, on the video, and you got to go back and see that. Those those of you guys watching. Is uh, she says she's loving you more today than yesterday, and I know she plans on loving you more tomorrow. That was that was amazing because those who know Maria know she's not she's a woman of a few words, yeah, very few words, you know. So it was, I mean, that was just special, man. And then to hear the guys, you know, um, man, you know yourself, Matt, you know, uh, just just man, how how many people God's blessed me with, you know, just throughout the whole day, man. uh, Facebook, Instagram, text messaging. Uh, just thank you guys so much for all of you that took the time out of your day to wish me a happy birthday. That was that was super awesome, you know. And then and then it wasn't only me that celebrated the birthday, man. I, I thank just, God because yes, you know, it, it's just something about those uh those those kids, the fabulous kids that are born in February, right? Matt? February, yeah. Who do we have? <laughs> we had uh Matt. Yeah, uh, his birthday was there. Uh, yep. last week and. Mm-hmm. Uh, national holiday, yes. Uh, Lotos, and he right that was that. awesome, yeah. <laughs> you know. So yeah, yeah, man, got to share my birthday with him, man, and you know. But yeah, the fabulous kids are born in February, right, Matt? No, I, I thought it was September, but you guys, wow. you guys get a, a, a second. Yeah. <laughs> wow, yeah, yeah, but no, it was it was awesome, bro. Thank you. Yeah, glad glad to uh, at least uh, be part of your day. Some some. Got to be part of your day, your birthday month. Yeah, thank you for the week. That video. And Dennis McCourt, he was saying the the national holiday. Yeah, that was his Man, quote right there. Praise God. Yeah, I I need to see how much I, I owe him. <laughs> I, I thought I only give him fifty bucks, but man, that boy laid it on thick. So I, now I'm worried. Like, oh my gosh, I think I actually spoke, owe him more now. But what? no, man, thank you so much. You know, that was uh, <laughs> that was amazing. You know, that was su- super awesome, man. Um, but 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 bro, like I said, it's birthday month. 
Worked in Munfieldville, so so you still got about a week or so, you know, to uh, you know do what you got to do. Okay, well, uh, glad we got to celebrate the Overflow EXT podcast host birthday. Uh, like I said, you touched many lives, uh, hundreds if not thousands, uh, and humble hum- humbled to be part of the, the same extended family the Lord. with everybody here in the room. And uh, well, you know what, the, what time it is? It's time for it's your news makers and breakers. All right, Project Veritas, Loda, we've discussed this uh, a few shows back, and there's oh, there's not a short of of, of stories that they've covered. They've been like the mm-hmm. the front line, with giving a voice to to uh, stories that are being brought to light. Right? Was done in secret. Yeah, re- re- remember, remember well, I, what I said, man. Like he's been attacked, but he's about to get attacked in a way that I don't think he's ever been attacked before because again it's well documented you know pardon the pun that's James O'Keefe you know that James O'Keefe has been attacked Project Veritas has been attacked but when he exposed Pfizer the way that that Pfizer got exposed like he's kicking the hornet's nest so so it was a matter of time it wasn't if they were going to no it was when they were going to and Philville I think uh, the when the when uh, just happened yeah Asked to, just to add to what you're saying, because mm-hmm. remember they had an FBI raid because mm-hmm. of the the journal. All of those hits, yes. All those things they took. Yep. They took documents. Took everything. Why do they need to take documents and and raid his home mm-hmm. just for for anyways? That's that's the president. That, that, and the thing about that is it was daughter, Ashley Biden. Ashley Biden. And and I think that uh, <clears throat> that that journal hasn't been um, the contents. Well, you know, yeah, the content in it hasn't been disputed. So it yeah, it's a pretty eyebrow raising. Yeah, and that I just since we brought that up is uh, that's allegations of potential uh, misconduct well, yeah. and other things that we we don't have the information on because we can't discuss it. It's against the law Very to troubling, bring though. it up. Yes. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, James O'Keefe, we're bringing this up because Project Veritas has been uh, been a dispute there. On or the board voted to vote out James O'Keefe, the founder of Project Veritas. <laughs> A few days after the 50 million viewed Pfizer videos, I was informed by a different officer of Project Veritas that he would go to the board in a few hours from that moment and have an emergency vote to restructure this company. Receiving an agenda in my email while I was sitting on an airplane tarmac with the doors closing, the the meeting was scheduled for the moment that my plane landed in Nashville. It became clear to me in that moment I would be removed from my position at Project Veritas by the time I landed at my destination. You could tell he is rightfully so angry uh, for what took place and he's sharing his side of the story. What's what's your thoughts on what he was saying? I think he's more brokenhearted. I think he's more brokenhearted, bro. This is a project, his project. Uh, Who, I forgot who it was that said that. He is Veritas. There is no Veritas without James O'Keefe. This is his baby. This is his, this is his project, you know? And so, you know, I, I couldn't imagine, you know, being in his shoes, you know, yes, obviously upset and, and, and angry, but to watch somebody literally try to rip your baby out of your hands, you know, but I'm, I'm glad that he responded. I'm glad in the tone he responded and I'm, and I appreciate the way that he responded. He exposed everything. I don't think in a million years, Philville, that he ever thought he would actually have to turn the camera on his own project and expose them. And 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 I encourage everybody to watch this video because you're going to see uh, some of the things that the, the C-suite 
doesn't want us to see. You're going to see how people in the top escalon of these business corporations, whatever you call it, you know, and, and how they, they handle some things and how they try to hide some things. Cause they really did try to hide a lot of things, you know? So yeah, it, it, it's sad that we got to watch this happen, but I think it's going to be very educational. I think James O'Keefe is going to come out on top. You have a lot of the donors that, that are That's very right. upset as well. And they're walking away from project Veritas. So yeah, it's he, up to James O'Keefe on what he, where he wants to go from here. Well, I, I know you and I haven't had a chance to talk about Ohio, but uh, man, we just we we see just images. I mean, we see here a video a video playing right now of of people scraping the bottom of creeks and all this chemicals coming up. Uh, they're saying that don't drink the water, then drink the water; it's safe. But now it's not safe and. It's just it's just chaos. It looks like a war zone. You see the train the train derailment there, and families are really upset right now. There's a, a CNN is reporting uh, as reports of health problems near a toxic train wreck pile up. Ohio sets up a clinic while federal help gets into gear. I guess there's help coming out over two weeks later. Yeah, FEMA did not want to get involved in the in the aftermath and when they bring, the, everybody was crying out for help. And they said, no, you guys don't meet the requirement. And now what? Wait a minute, right? Trump says, I'm going to go visit. Now, is it coincidence that now they want to release those funds? You know, the first thing is this whole slow burn thing. And, mm-hmm. and I don't think that's got enough uh, sunlight yet on who really was behind that. I understand that the governor said um, or the spokesperson for the governor said that he, he agreed to that decision. He didn't order that decision. You know, so I don't know what that means. Talk about a, a double you know, speak. Yeah. Like like word did just do. Right. You know, so so I, I don't know what that means. Um, and, and then, you know, not only the slow burning and all that. And then this whole thing with FEMA, they say that, well, it doesn't reach the level where we have to bring FEMA. In. Like, how bad does it have to get? <laughs> I mean, what, what in the world? Like, how bad does it have to get? You got a tank full of. <laughs> Toxic here and is out there in the air. Go ahead. I'm sorry, bro. No, I'm just saying fish are thousands of fish dying. Uh, all the seizures and the animals and the yes. other animals are dying. They're like, oh, it's it's not bad or it is Who, bad or what? Who's, who's, looking, who's looking at that paperwork? All these fish, nah. You know, uh, you know, all these plants dying. Nah. No, 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 no. Not, you know, no. Nah, they don't need our help. Like, who is in charge here? Like, who is making this decision? You know, but man, we're finally getting somewhere because, Philville, you know, uh, uh, the greatest yeah. climate warrior in history stepped up. Now, I'm not talking about this fake little wannabe climate warriors who's always talking about climate change and always, you know, where's the Greta's in this? You know, where's all these Green Party people? Where are they at? When we have an actual real toxic situation, we have a real disaster, a natural or, or, or man-made disaster right here. The thing they're always protesting and all that quiet. But the the the, the real climate warrior. President number 45, possibly number 47, Donald J. Trump, says that he's going to go over there. Now, all of a sudden, oh, now we're going to get the federal help. Now FEMA is going to come in. Now, you know, you know, and, and, and man, I want to find out what EPA's role is, is in this. Everybody is silent right now. And and yeah. you know who's not? Yeah. Greta who? Yeah, Greta who? AOC, all all the mm-hmm. where's where's uh, Carrie and all this? Mm hmm. Uh, Man, that's a whole nother thing right there. But mm-hmm. you know who's not silent is uh, former President Trump, right? Yep. You talked about he is uh, 
he's like, I'm going to go visit. So he's announced he's going to go visit. And right after that, I, like we stopped, talked about, the uh, FEMA said they're going to now help out. Yes. and But he's coming. But now where's Biden? Oh, he's, he went to Ukraine on President's Day. You know, it's, it's a matter of priorities. <clears throat> on our President Day, United States of, of America's National President Day or President Weekend, our president, <laughs> our current president goes to Ukraine and is standing over there and, 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 and take care of them. Not that we shouldn't help our neighbors, but my goodness, you have people in danger. You have you know, this natural disaster, you know, that that's taking place in your own country and you're over there, you know. So it's just what what a contrast. And this is just more example of the same old, same old man. I, I cannot wait for change. Yeah, they're they're not calling a problem a problem. It's just like the opposite. And it's just worth pointing out. We brought up the governor a moment ago. And here's a quote from uh, he says, the president called me and said anything you need. I will not hesitate to call him if we see a problem, but I'm not seeing it. So he got some flack for that. He's not seeing any problems, really. Yeah, and and Joe Biden, yeah, he visited on President's Day at Ukraine. But the New York Times says, amid air raid sirens, Biden makes surprise Ukraine. Man, they made, made him sound like a hero. But here's a little snippet from CNN out of all media outlets about that very air raid. Um, I've been here for the past five days. I have not heard any explosions. I have not heard any air sirens until about half an hour ago, right when uh, President Biden was in the center of Kiev, as, as Clarissa was, was just mentioning. Well, they are revealing the, the show that's taking place over there. It was just photo ops, right? The air raid all of a sudden. And that's a sad thing, right? Because yeah. we both know that it wasn't just, you know, photo ops. You know, these people, man, they, they don't they don't think about how this impacts, you know, people look, these are sirens going off. Biden and the stage crew and these folks, they're not the only ones that hear the sirens. Imagine the families around the area, people around the area hearing these sirens go off. Look what happened in Hawaii. They, they started hearing the sirens of, of, of the, the bomb sirens and all that. And man, it shook them, you know, yeah. like, like I, these people don't even think like, what about the people that heard the sirens and they have no idea? Oh, it's a stage up, you know, or it's a photo op. It's a stage thing, you know? So this is, I, this, this, this again, more of the same. More yeah. The it's same. a great example, right? Of America last policy. Everything is American last mm-hmm. Ukraine billions of dollars and they're tying up funds for Ohio. And there's a lot of things here in America. They're tying up at the border. We go on and on about the yeah. list. Yeah. Uh, and Ukraine, speaking of Ukraine, there is a U- Ukraine, Ukrainian refugee girl uh, finds San Francisco school so violent. She wants to go back and it's telling, it's telling about what's happening here in America it needs so much more attention on. And that's the educational system. Uh, but man, this girl from U- U- Ukraine, she wants to go back to a war country because of violence in San Francisco. Again, the guy that should be leading uh, the, the solution and all that should be here taking care of these, these situations, you know, and and I I mean this is yeah it, again bro it's it's hard to really respond to these without uh, as we say in the church getting in the flesh yeah you know because Ukraine they're using the whole thing with Russia and Ukraine and we got to be proxy because you know they're they're predicting World War Three uh, they're like we anti Russia so much versus trying to like build that bridge to Russia that's a whole different thing I know like all the others talk about that we're so war driven we want to be involved. 
in all these wars, all these escalations. Um, and little you and I have talked about China, China or Russia. That's that's a team that we don't want to see. But China and Russia are already working together, right? China is working together, man. I own, I have my own thoughts about that whole situation. I think I think Russia is getting the bad end of that relationship. I think China is very slick, and and I think they're they're capitalizing on Russia's um, history here, you know. But yeah, there's 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 a lot of problems, a lot of troubling things when it comes to uh, the relationship between China and Russia, and then in relation to, well, I guess there's an ongoing investigation right now. There is an ongoing investigation about. The Biden Inc., right? Mm-hmm. The the Bidens and them in cahoots uh, with China. Yes. When they would try to blame the other side for being cahoots with Russia, really, we got to look. This is a huge threat, China. Yeah. And we, I mean, we're seeing examples of them uh, donating to colleges, uh, money in uh, now in energy. And <clears throat> you pointed out too that that a lot of Chinese nationals are crossing the border. I know Mar- uh, Maria Bartiromo's reported on that mm-hmm. dozens. Uh, it's just like I think they had an eight hundred percent spike. So, so crossings. yeah, you know, so, so look, you know, for, for the extended family, you know, these things, I, I know it gets worrisome, you know, and, and it kind of sounds like things are just being repeated, but no, these are things we really need to pay attention to. I, I promised you at the beginning of, of, of this whole podcast, you know, early on, we're not going to bring you trash. We're not, you know, we're going to bring you, you know, great people, you know, stories and all of that. These are very important issues, you know, that we're bringing to you. And, and I just want to encourage, you know, I don't want to connect dots that are not there to connect. But I'm going to point out some dots and let you connect whatever dots you want to connect. Yeah, we just had the uh, the, uh, the 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 balloon conspiracy, you know, the spy balloons from where China, you know, uh, uh, we're seeing an increase, you know, with with, with the borders, you know, of of uh, uh, what is it? With China nationalist? Yeah, Chinese Chinese nationalists over mm-hmm. um, one thousand eight hundred and sixty two. Apprehended, uh, connected to the CCP. Yeah. Now I'm wondering if they would ever let Christian nationalists just walk across that border. <laughs> Anyways, um, yeah. but you know, and so you know, you you had that going on. You have you know a, a, a CCP. Now, when I say when I'm talking in terms like this, I'm talking about really CCP, not China as as the nation, but CCC as the, the party. People, yeah. You know, the Communist Party that's in charge, you know, they're buying up all our farmlands or next most of our farm, military yeah. next to military bases. Yep. Those balloons just so happen to hover over military bases, very sensitive sites. You know, so, man, those are the things that we really have to pay attention to, especially when you have people that wants us just to look at Russia, 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 Russia. There's there's another uh, story, Phil. We, 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 we don't have enough time to go into today, but. The bombing of the uh, of the of the what do you call those the oil uh, the pipeline oh yeah you know yes. the, the north you know and, and the bombing of that and who really was behind that bombing oh conspiracy theory you Ours. know yes conspiracy theory you know, the, the thing is it just so happens to be reported by a yeah. very legendary reporter who's actually an award winning uh, reporter mm-hmm. you know so I guess he went woke or something you know but no so there's there's a lot of these different things that they they they're, they're the pile is are so much that we can no longer just ignore it. They're they're conspiring to create a narrative that uh, that the left will believe and that the American people, oh, they're we're too global. We're not global. We're, we're yes. we know we can see it. Yep, and China knows like everybody else. 
that Russia has a history. That, that's what I mean by how they're taking, they're capitalizing on Rus- the history of Russia. And they know there's still a big group of people who remembers uh, Russia's in the 80s and remembers the Cold War and all that. And, and for some of those folks, uh, you, you know, for some of them, it doesn't take much. You know, they, they hear nuclear Russia and it's right back to the 80s, you know. So they, they, they know, you know, how to play the game. You know, but again, there's just too many incidents now. We can no longer ignore it, especially with their their the investigation that uh, that's investigating their connection to the Bidens. All right, so Breitbart is reporting trans teacher with Z cut prosthetic breast dresses normally outside of school, and why is this important? Because this apparently trans uh, woman, which is a male, has. Received international news, little and all the outlets everywhere, because this male uh, woodshop teacher uh, decided one day to start wearing uh, oversized breasts, and everything is showing and exposed. And the council is now supporting this person, and was caught. And now it's revealed that the neighbors are saying that only only time uh, is wearing these prosthetics is when he goes to work with children with these pornographic um, attire and uh, sometimes on walks. Your thoughts? Again, you know, this is get more of the same. You know, these folks, I mean, their their level of craziness, it, it just no longer surprises me. The, the thing that I'm concerned about is I wonder how the school is doing. I wonder how those kids are doing with their math, their reading and things that actually really do matter. And it would be sad that they're not getting the education that they need because there's teachers that are too busy pushing their own personal agenda, you know, and, and again, this is more of the same, you know, but the, these people, they, they act one way, you know, in the front of the cameras, but totally different, you know, yes. uh, off of the cameras. So, so obviously there's a narrative that's trying to be pushed here. And this person is this person really a trans now yeah. that's, that's another issue. Yeah, the neighbor went on to add the specific, that he specifically wears them when he goes to school. Mm-hmm. Marking, he puts the breast on to teach, as well as occasionally when he goes for a walk. So yeah. is that gender or gender? It's, yeah, it sounds like. It's, it, yeah. Yeah. Is, 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 that, is that pronoun or is that a, a fetish? And it's tied back to a Japanese, apparently a, a fetish from, from Japan about pornography and uh, oh, I don't think that's just Japanese, brother. I, I don't that, know. Yeah. <laughs> I think that goes across. Yeah, yeah I just saying what the articles yeah. have said that the reports is mm-hmm. uh, um, he's he's gaining international attention. And back here at home, the education system is also being tested. No, but not by a, a trans, uh, not not by some prosthetics, but really uh, this. Actually, I applaud this Chicago. A Democrat sounds alarm as 55 schools report no proficiency in math or reading. And he's quoted just saying, yeah. this is very serious, Lodo Knight. Lodo, you have, you have mentioned this several times on the show that the education system here in America, we talked about homeschooling uh, this last episode, and uh, we see even more, more of this. But you know what? All sides, we should be on all sides yeah. of the aisle, should be advocating for our kids. Yes, any party. I don't care what party you're from. Uh, I don't care what zip code you're from. I don't care what economic class you're from. Anyone that's not serious about education reform is not serious about good change. Our, our education definitely needs to be reformed. A lot, a, lot, a lot of that needs to happen. I'm really, really encouraged, you know, uh, that that this person brought it up. You know, uh, it, it's awesome, you know, from from uh, from the other side of the aisle 
Man, I I I I've been saying this a lot lately, man. There's there's heroes on both sides of the aisle, and I'm glad that they're stepping up. You know, this is a person that has their eye on the ball, doesn't get caught up in all the fluff and all the you know all the all the other stuff that really does not even move the needle. I'm just grateful that that there's there's people like this, and I'm praying for more. Yeah, and in the same state of Chicago, you know, Chicago's and Illinois, mm-hmm. uh, there's 53 schools. This is just this state alone in the nation. Not a, watch this. Not a not a single student can do math at grade level. So out of all the schools, there's not even one at, at grade level. That is a crime. And those people should do community service for not just wasting people's money that they send to the government for education, a good education, you know, but also wasting these kids' time. Because imagine what where they would, could be if they can do math. And if they can read at the level that they're supposed to, but now they're going to prolong their education. Kids are without. You talk about underprivileged. There it is, folks. There's your underprivileged. Well, you know, I, I know another way we could get better education, especially those of you who want to go to Stanford. I know, Lodo, we, you know, <clears throat> that's one of the schools that was in your top list to attend. Uh, but there Where's was a. That? Yeah, Stanford, Stanford, Stanford the, the big top. Stanford and Stanford. <laughs> <clears throat> oh, Sanford. Yes. 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 That's well, in, yes. North. Yeah. Up north. Yes. Well, there's a new qualification, I guess, that for you to enter uh, this particular student. It wasn't test scores that got him in. It wasn't the all the extracurricular that got him in. The, he, took, he said, quote, unquote, he took a gamble. Why matters to you and why? Uh, because he did what uh, now the woke agenda is pushing down. And that's what the school is requiring. He wrote hashtag Black Lives Matter 100 times. That was the very thing that got him in was standing with Black Lives Matter for his application at Stanford. Was this a handwritten or typed thing? It's like, just, I don't, <laughs> I don't know. This person literally just had to copy and paste, copy and paste. You know, but yeah, again, more of the same. This is just more um, evidence of, of how uh, unhealthy, you know, our education is. And, and and just us as a society, you know, it, it sounds like, Phil, we need that Democrat from Chicago to come up here and fix uh, Stanford for us. Well, I guess he was an, an activist, you know, as a high school freshman when he launched the anti-discrimination organization and other, other things composed, you know, so he did have some background. I'll fairness him, but here's a quote. It was important to me that the missions officers literally hear my impatience for justice and the significance of this issued. Uh, he told NBC and the hashtag conveys my frustration with the failure of the judicial system to protect the black community from violence. So Ahmad has was entered I guess, for having that in his admissions letter. Okay. Well, you know, I, look, whatever he wrote on that application, that is definitely a, a, a um, that is definitely a legitimate problem, a legitimate issue, you know, but if he has the background and if he has all the wherewith, you know, to really be a, a great student at Stanford, you know, and it sounds like he does have that background, that this was a, he was done in protest. Okay. But then that, that's Stanford's choice. Yeah. You know, I, I, you know, again, this is not a communist country. You know, let let the college do what they're gonna do. You know, but yeah. it is it. You know, I mean, folks, this is the level of standard now that they have it at Stanford. That you know, just write you know these little cute phrases. You know, on on the uh, applications. You know, so I, there you go. Did you ever heard about the Children National Defense Education? I had a look at this. I, I haven't, but there's a push of guests on TikTok. 
others are, are covering and they're showing uh, they have over several million views on TikTok with Chinese uh, students, elementary. I mean, that's like under 10 years old, uh, putting together guns. They're calling them the John Wick students in, in China. So our kids are worried about uh, wokeism pronouns and CRT and they're over there arming their children. I'm not endorsing arming children, but I'm just looking like, man, you talk about communism. That's communism for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and again, this is a mixed bag because, you know, people say that, you know, some are reporting that it's a leak. You know, others, you know, are wondering if it was actually done on purpose, you know, to scare, you know, the Americans and scare the world. Look what our children are doing. Look what we have. You know, our kids, they're prepping for war. You know, so so it's uh, it's a mixed bag. Did you catch Don Lemon or Lemon? What is it? Don, Don Lemon. Don Lemon. Mm-hmm. Is it? Okay, well, he he he's been having some problems lately, right? He went from the evening to the morning, uh, apparently a demotion, and then he uh, basically attacked on on air uh, his co-host, and on the on commercial break, starts screaming, and then he called Nick Haley was Pastor Prime, and all these different controversials, and there 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 are people trying to get rid of him, but really they decided to keep him. But you know why? They he agreed to go to formal training, so he's returned back to CNN. Out of all of that, because. Uh, He's uh, apparently valuable. This guy, he's the gift that keeps on giving. You know, I think he's uh, CNN's problem. I'm not sure why they keep putting up with it. You know, but hey, man, if if the whole training thing makes him nicer and not so sour, okay. Chick Fil A is now releasing a new plant base entree made up of it's a sandwich of a cauliflower sandwich. I know that you know you and I probably done keto a few times, but cauliflower cauliflower was a major major part of that diet. What do you think about Chick Fil A having having that in the menu? It's gonna be seven dollars, way more than a sandwich than the regular sandwiches. Would you get that, <laughs> brother? First of all, it, 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 I mean it's amazing how healthy food is a lot more expensive than the other foods. You know, uh, healthy food is very very expensive. So I'm not surprised yeah. to hear. You know that, and as far as you know them taking you know that route, man, more power to them. I'm I'm okay with it. Yeah, it's it's America. This is what you get to do in America, and you leave it up to the market. You leave it up to the people. They'll vote with their wallets, their you know feet, you know, and it's up to them if they're gonna you know buy these things. But I, I actually, hey, for me, the more choices, the better. Well, Lolo, I don't know if you equate yourself to superhero like Superman, Batman, or Wonder Woman, or any of those uh, <laughs> any of those other superheroes that you like, but uh, you know there is a if the villains sometimes people identify more as a villain. While well, we have in the case here, uh, James Cameron, the creator, writer, and director of Avatar and many other other of my favorite movies, uh, Terminator. Uh, a lot of other ones uh, has said that he's equating himself. Maybe he relates to Thanos. What? James Cameron Breitbart is reporting. James Cameron says, I can relate to Marvel villains, Thanos killing billions of people. Like, what's going on here with that? What do you think? Why would he say that? Brother, I don't live in his brain, man. And and I, I've, I've been taking out of context myself, man. So I, I would like to know what he was actually really thinking, his, his, his thought pattern. You know, and, and all of that. It, it just amazes me, you know, when Hollywood lectures us about these things. I know that uh, he had a lot to say about the whole gun thing and taking gun, you know, yeah. uh, uh, parts out of the movies and all that. Yeah. <laughs> okay. yeah. Okay, Mr. Terminator. 
Yeah, yeah, exactly. And mm-hmm. so he, he says, I can relate to Thanos. He told the time in an interview, I thought I, he had a pretty viable answer. What? Yeah, yeah. pretty viable. This is him actually saying that, quote, yes. the problem is nobody is going to put up their hand to volunteer to be the half that has to go. So he doesn't mind, you know, lowering that population, but. Well, yes. I mean, that is a crazy, you know, quote. That, that's, that's something crazy to say. But again, that's that's why I bring the whole gun thing because I know he's one of those that's a big proponent yeah, of trying true. to take guns away. However, he has no beans about guns, you know, all this shooting and all that in, in these movies. And mind you, bro, a, a lot of what goes on in these movies are the good guys fighting yeah. against the bad guys, you know. And so, you know, it, it's, it's just amazing. They're, they're okay with it in their movies, you know, that's lining their pockets. But they want to take, the, take our right to defend ourselves. You know, away from us. He has been very extreme on gun rights, you know, but he is happy. There's a, it goes on saying that he's happy to be living in New Zealand where they just banned all assault rifles two weeks ago after the horrific, uh, there was a shooting there, I guess, uh, a while back. Yeah. And so he's, they banned guns there and he's happy to be live over there. Bro, I, I am a gun shooting victim. Okay. I am a gun shooting victim. If anybody understands the dangers of gun and, and, and the consequences of a society that allows people to have guns, it is me, you know, but man, I would hate for fathers and mothers, single mothers, especially single, single women, single men, whoever, you know, to not have the right to defend themselves because, you know, because of my situation, you know, yeah. you know, and, and, and I'm not making any excuse, you know, for, I'm not endorsing that everybody go shoot everybody. But but what I am endorsing is that everybody does have the right to protect themselves, especially from what our forefathers, those who wrote that constitution, you know, a, a, a government that overreaches and has gotten away, you know, and has over, overdone things, you know. New Zealand, Phil, I, I, I love New Zealand. He better be happy. If yeah. if James Cameron is not happy being in New Zealand, there's there's a problem, you know. And it sure is not because you know just because you know there's no no assault rifle. I never understood that, by the way. Yeah. What's what's a non assault rifle? What's yeah. A non assault. You could anybody could rifle. die with a gun, right? With it. It's a it, the the point, right? Yeah. And so he he responds to what you brought up a great argument about what about the movies he he's made in the past mm-hmm. while well, he did bring it up. He says, I look back on some of the films I've made and I don't know if I would have, I would want to make that film. Now he said, I don't know if I would want to fetishize the gun like I did on a couple of Terminator movies mm-hmm. 30 plus years ago in, a, in our current world, what's happening with guns and our society turns my stomach. And then he, uh, he also goes to say that he took out some parts, right? On some new movies, I guess? yeah, that was on, on avatar. He had 10 minutes, uh, mm-hmm. that, that was talking, targeting gunplay action uh, apparently, and yes. so he uh, he cut those out. Um, yes, let me let me go ahead and applaud James Cameron. That's amazing, brother. <laughs> yes, all right, right on okay. for your consistency and taking that out. Now go. I would like for you to go ahead and take your money book out and give back all the money that you got for these gun scenes too. Well, that's it for. It's your news makers and breakers. Again, extended family, thank you so much for for always uh, joining in and tuning in. You know, I just wanted to pause, like I said earlier in the show, you know, I was going to have some reflection and thoughts about, you know, my birthday and the season that I'm in. And uh, I, I again, thank you so much for everyone that, that send the birthday wishes and all that. You know, I do uh, want to appreciate, you know, uh, you joining us on this journey. Uh, I'm really excited. You know, I, I turned 45. 
Yep, the big 45. And I can honestly say that I actually really do feel like I'm just hitting my prime. I'm just barely finding my stride. You know, I, I shared another live video on Facebook, you know, if you, you want to go there and find that. But but I share a lot of what I'm going to share with you now. You know, and, and that's um, I'm so grateful to reach 45. Look, for a kid who statistically was not supposed to see 20, 22 was amazing. Anything after 22, 25 was a miracle. And now I'm sitting here at 45. And I'm so thankful, you know, I, I, I always share, you know, when I get a, an opportunity to about how, man, I was done with life at 16. I, I'm not even supposed to be here today. At 16 years old, I'm literally waking up begging God to kill me, you know, you know, trying to convince him like, look, God, if you kill me, you'll be doing everybody else a favor, too. Because at that point, it seemed like I was just in the way. I, I spent my life up to that point chasing this dream that I thought I wanted and I finally got that dream. You know, I, I uh, compare it to a box. You're waiting for a box from, you know, from Amazon or, or, or delivery, right? And then you get this box and you're excited, you know, and you look in it, there's nothing in there. And at that point in my life, when I finally got what I thought I wanted and saw that it was empty, life just became nothing to me. Life became this empty, big box of lies. And then I looked at everybody else that was waiting on their box, waiting on their education box, waiting on their graduation, waiting on their business box, you know, for them, you know, finally get their business established, waiting on their family box. Finally, you know, we're going to have a baby and, and all these boxes. And I'm laughing at them because in my heart, I was convinced <laughs> they're waiting for a box of nothing. They're wasting their time. But it wasn't so much the empty box that crushed me enough to where I wanted to die. It was realizing what I threw away for it, that I threw away a good family. I have an amazing family. I think mom and dad, like I share all the time, they bought us here, left everything they knew, everything, everyone they loved back in the islands in American Samoa to bring us kids here so we, we could have a better life. And I threw mom and dad's dream away for, for, for the dreams that I pursued, which is gangs, drugs and uh, all those sort of things. And, 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 and then I, I realized like, man, I do away a good education. I'm naturally a nerd. At heart, I'm a student. I, I love, I tell everybody, the greatest posture you can keep is a learning one. You know, and, and God had, had me keep that posture ever since I was, I just love to learn. I was always a student. And so I had good grades all the way through to elementary, you know, uh, halfway through uh, middle school. And like a lot of you, it was middle school where I got introduced to a lot of things and a lot of parts in me started changing. Therefore, a lot of stuff outside of me started changing as well. Things started becoming appealing. Things started becoming not so appealing. So I went through this transition, you know, and, and I just threw everything away. I threw away good friendships. I threw away good relationships. I threw away my future. I, I wanted to be a doctor, lawyer, or a football player. You know, gangs and drugs was not in my view when I was little. I actually hated those things when I grew up. But like I tell young people all the time, doesn't matter how much you hate something, if you're going to keep surrounding yourself with it, because you are who you hang out with. So anyways, caught this dream. And I realized like, man, how, how, how empty it was. And then it killed me to realize everyone and everything I threw away for it, for it. And so now I'm, I'm going as hard as I can with this gang style, with this gang banging thing, just hoping somebody will put a bullet in my head and end it all. This is 14, 15, 16 year old me. I almost got my death wish 
1994, stood face to face with a sawed-off shotgun, and I woke up blind. Like, I cannot see any of you blind. I shouldn't even be sitting here today. Every day for me is a miracle. That's why I smile so much. So when people ask me, Loto, how are you doing? I'm blessed. Man, that, that is not a cliche for me. That, that, that is not just an easy answer. No, that is the truth. I am super blessed. It doesn't matter how bad life is. I'm not even supposed to be here. I'm, I should be six feet from where I'm standing or sitting right now. I, I, I shouldn't even be here. Oh, man. And so when I look back over my life, wow, I sound like a, like, a, like a gospel song. When I look back over my life and I see my life since I was 16 up to now at 45, I am so overwhelmed with what God has done in my life. I am so blessed. Man, I, I, Maria and I, we're going on to 25 years in August of marriage, man. Not one, not two, not three, not four, but five beautiful kids. You all know them as the fabulous five, the fab five. And beautiful kids, talented, smart. Thank God they look like their mama more than, more than they look like their daddy. But man, I've got some beautiful kids. I've got amazing friends. I got two right here in the room with me. You know what I mean? I, I, I've got, I got at my church. I thank God. And you guys all go to great churches. I just happen to go to the best one. You guys all have amazing pastors. I just happen to have the best one. Man, I, I love my pastor. I love my leader. Man, I'm, I'm, I am the most spoiled kid in the room. And I mean that. There is nothing I did in those 16 years before Jesus came and saved me. Nothing. Nothing I did. Not, first of all, for him to even look towards my way let alone come and save me. But there is nothing I've ever, not in these last 45 years, nothing, nothing that I've done to deserve such an abundant life. And so with that abundant life comes a lot of uh, responsibilities. You know, we, we've done uh, tons of ministry. I really thank God. Pray for your boy because because we're, we're, we're going to next levels here. You know, and speaking of that, you know, there's there's other things, you know, here, here at Overflow EXT, you guys have witnessed the blessing of the podcast. Uh, and, and man, you know, there's still a lot more in this boy. The Bible says that, you know, that God is able to do, you know, according to the spirit that's at work within us, more exceedingly abundantly above all that we could ever ask or think by the spirit that's already at work within us. There's so much more in this boy. And so soon, you know, stay tuned. Like I told you guys, you know, uh, get over there to Overflow EXT YouTube channel. Make sure you subscribe if you haven't already. If you haven't, what's the problem? You know, uh, and, then, and then kick that notification bell so you get notifications. But also make your way to Loto Ministries uh, YouTube channel. Go over there, hit subscribe and hit the notification as well, because I'm going to I'm going to start uh, adding to this journey, you know, and, and I'm going to start doing, you know, a whole nother program as well. You know, it's called the L.O.T.O., the life of the overcomers. And, and, and my mission this year and moving forward is to raise up the remnant. I, I know what God has instructed me for this next 45 years. And that's to raise the remnant. And every generation has a remnant. Every generation. I Look, to, to the elderly, you have a remnant. And I want to talk to you. You are just as important today as you were before. And you're just as valuable today as you were when you were a teenager. Teens, the younger generation, you are just as valuable now as you will be when you become an elder. You matter just much today as you ever have. Those two generations 
Man, can you imagine? Joel 228. I just shared this with the Liberty Coalition group, a wonderful group. Um, and, and, and I shared with them, you know, about the two generations that it speaks of. I'm not going to I'm not going to uh, say that on here. You go and you get off your couch, go pick up your Bible and read Joel chapter uh, two, verse 28. It talks about two different generations. One of them is full of experience. The other one is full of the energy. Imagine if we fuse those two generations together. Imagine the explosion when you put those two things together. Imagine what God is going to ignite and explode when we do that. So that's my mission. That's that's my job. I, I, and I've accepted it. And I thank God I can't wait. We're going to do a lot more here on Overflow. We're going to do a lot. Of, but but with, with, with the LL2O project, it, it's, it's, it's going to be specific. We're going to raise up overcomers. And I'm going to, again, introduce you to more incredible people, more overcomers. And you're going to learn how to overcome life's greatest challenges. I am an overcomer. And I know how to overcome the challenges, not only the blindness, but your sister being found with her baby girl burned alive in a car. I know how to overcome challenges of, of having your world torn in half by suicide. I know how to overcome those things. The good news is I'm not the only one. Matter of fact, I'm speaking to overcomers right now. I'm speaking to people that has incredible stories. I, I love it. Pastor Nate, man, he's been talking about uh, the cornerstone testimonies. You know, we have so many overcomers in our church, but I'm talking to an overcomer right now. What is it going to take for you to share your story to hundreds of people that, ne- that are next to you, people that you love and tell them about what you overcame? Because the greatest stories, the greatest stories that has never been told is yours. Is yours. Stop watching YouTube. Stop watching social media for everybody else's story. You get up and you share your story and put your story on these platforms. Share your story of what God has done for you and what God has done through you. Man, I, I cannot believe that 29 episodes in, over half a year already in, I cannot believe that you're still the same person. I truly believe that God is already raising the remnant, and you're a part of that. But again, on this 45th birthday, I'm so thankful. I'm so thankful, and and I want to commission you, and I want to give you permission to go tell your story. To go tell your story. Oh, listen, well, you know, I I, I don't have my life together. I don't. I didn't ask if you had your life together. Do you have a story? Don't let anybody tell you you cannot tell you your story. It's your story. And nobody's going to tell your story like you. And the greatest story, man, is how God loved you. And in the midst of your sin, he still gave his only begotten son for you. Now, I want to wrap this thing up. You know, this is going to be the final one for, for our month of love here. Things we do for love. And I asked Philip if you can read uh, a, a couple of verses for us. And I just want to uh, uh, close with this, you know, uh, with these verses, you know. But uh, Philville, I'm, I don't want to just jump into the scriptures, brother. I want to give you, uh, you know, some some space, you know, if if you had some thoughts or, or respond, you know, to. I just I just took a lot of time right there. 
you've done so much. God has worked through you and your ministry and your family and uh, so many generations out there. And uh, I love what you talked about, the two different generations coming together. Yes. And so uh, I love that. But here in Romans 13, for he who loves another has fulfilled the law. For the commandments, you shall not commit adultery. You shall not murder. You shall not steal. You shall not bear false witness. You shall not covet. And if there is any other commandment, all are summed up in this saying, namely, you shall love your neighbor as yourself. Love does no, love does no harm to a neighbor. Therefore, love is the fulfillment of the law. What does that say to you, bro? There is a debt, obviously, that we can't pay with, with Jesus dying on the cross for us. But we owe nothing. The only charge he gives us is to love one another. That's it. That's ministry right there. Everything, everything comes from the love. I mean, we have, you know, we talked about life of the overcomer and, and the ministry out there. It, but the fuel is what love out in juvenile hall. And so I, that's my thought is just, if we don't have love, what is it we have left? They're always just going through the motions. I mean, you, you hit it right on the head, brother. You know, I, that's my favorite part of all of that, that, that man, we're instructed, you know, to owe nobody anything except to love. But, and then it, it goes on, you know, to explain why, because love, you know, I can, I can, I can spend an hour, three hours on talking about the commandments, you know, and, and, and rightfully so we should, you know, but man, if you really beloved, if you really want to take care of the commandments, you know, if you, if you don't want to, you know, if, if you don't want to lie, if you want to stop coveting, if you want to stop stealing all of that, it just comes on this one thing, love your neighbor. Just love your neighbor. Because if you love your neighbor, you won't steal from your neighbor. If you love your neighbor, you won't lie to your neighbor. If you love your neighbor, you won't kill your neighbor. So again, get out there and share the greatest love of, love story of all. And that's God's love for you. Because that's the only thing you owe God. Is to share his story about you. So uh, man, Overflow EXT family, thank you again so much for joining us, Philville. Yeah, thank you for joining us and thank you for sharing your story, Lolo, with all these years. Was it 65? (laughs) (laughs) No, that's great. You get a happy uh, birthday of month. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Yes, but the best is yet to come. Yeah, the best is yet to come. Thank you for joining us. The best is yet to come here in Overflow. We look forward to the the new life of the overcomer, what's happening there on that channel. But God is going to do something here and and together. I'm glad I did this with you, Lodo. And also, of course, uh, shout out to Matt. Happy birthday to you uh, publicly. I just thank you for everything you do here on the program. But thank you for joining us. And we'll see you next week, Lodo. What's that? I hear you, huh? It's time for your nap. <laughs> Love y'all. Lord bless. <laughs> You've been listening to Overflow, the extended conversation, obliterating social norms, and overrunning the cultural corrosion with righteous rhetoric and common sense. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed the show, make sure to like, rate, and review. And we'll be back soon. But in the meantime, hit us up on social media at Overflow EXT. Lord bless, and we'll see you next time on Overflow, the extended conversation.